Mahaban, it's Coach Mark in Manila here again from ESL Business English Experts and of course initial-impact.com. Welcome to all of my speakers of English as a Second Language from Arabic-speaking countries. I've been pretty um, blown away by the amount of messages I'm being now, well, just inundated with from all of you who somehow picked up my podcast and of course my YouTube channel, the links for the YouTube channel down below, and are asking me for help and guidance specifically and um, for you because of course the challenges when we go from speaking Arabic to English are massive um, unlike other languages like the Romance languages such as Italian, French, Spanish where there are easier similarities to pick up and uh, cultural contexts are, are quite similar in the European concept so that it makes learning that language a bit faster whereas for my students both in um, Dubai or Saudi and further beyond of course all of the United Arab Emirates but of course if we look at Qatar, Jordan, and Abu Dhabi, Egypt okay you are struggling and um, this is an area that I am really specializing in now to help as many of you to express yourself just as well in English as you do in Arabic um, many of you who are contacting me are professionals, and of course I work with a, a huge variety of professionals anyway, from medics, so doctors, um, dentists, podiatrists, uh, right the way through to bankers, financiers, crypto traders, you know, you name it, I am working with you all. But I'm very interested now to try and provide a lot of support at the moment for the requests that I'm getting in. Now, if, um, if you are not an Arabic speaker and you're thinking, well, why am I not doing podcasts for you? And message me, let me know where you're from. Um, if I don't know the country you're from, I can't focus on providing you the support that you need here. So all you have to do is either drop me a quick message on my Telegram channel, that's the best way, the links are down below, or just drop me an email to hi at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com or hello at initial-impact.com. Even better, why not book yourself a free session with me either at initial-impact.com or at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, the links again are down below. You can have a free 30-minute Zoom session with me, tell me which country you're from and everything when you book that. And we can talk about the sorts of things that you might like in the podcast as well as giving you a quick English language level check or helping you with your pronunciation, accents, um, expressing yourself in presentations, whatever it is you're struggling with, I can absolutely help you. So get in touch. So for all of my lovely listeners from um, Dubai and Saudi and Abu Dhabi at the moment who've messaged me, thank you for this. Um, yeah, I'd be delighted to do a bit of a crash course here, and it is a crash course. It is not everything you need to know about speaking English, but it's certainly going to give you a bit of a 101, as we would say, a good quick start if you were trying to get into learning English and expand yourself. So, of course, the first difference that we know between um, Arabic and, of course, English is the way we read. So, of course, we read in a different direction, okay? Um, English is, is read left to right, and, of course, in Arabic, it's right to left. So that can be a first challenge, just trying to get used to reading text and everything from left to right. It's, uh, of course, natural and automatic to just try and look at that page of English text from right to left, and then it won't make any sense at all. So left to right is the first thing, okay? Um, clearly, um, when we go from that, okay, let's look also at the alphabet. So when you're reading that text, there's also in Arabic, as far as I'm aware, no equivalent of using a capital or uppercase letter. So a capital A or B, C, D, etc. So the uppercase is basically a big letter, right? Not a small, like little written cursive letter. Um, 
when we look at capitals, we use that for people such as people's names, so proper nouns, places in the world. Okay, so your country name, Dubai, would be with a capital D, an uppercase large big D, okay, not a small D. Um, we also, when we're starting a sentence, so after full stop, or the Americans call it a period, um, we start the next word in the sentence that comes after always with a capital letter. We never start it with a small letter. Okay, so that's the differences there as well when it comes to how we use it. It's really important, okay, for you to get this right because if you're writing emails and maybe you're a business professional, you want to present yourself in the best way possible. And forgetting to do this makes you look sloppy. Um, it's not the case, I know, it's just that it doesn't show up in Arabic. You wouldn't need to do it. Of course not. But using the English system and, of course, that alphabet. You need to be able to know when to use the small b and the big b, for example. Okay, so it's really, really important for you. And if you look at it, okay, um, also the way that we write it, it's difficult because, of course, Arabic is a completely different way of writing. So you've got to get your handwriting down as well so that it does make sense. And again, we can practice doing that. Um, I can review your handwriting if you want. Uh, I have a service where you can send that through to me and I will review all of your written text. You can take that as part of my IELTS written package program. And that is something that, that we can do. Um, even if you're not studying IELTS, we can use that package program. You can buy 10 tasks from me and we can check your writing and make sure you're putting the capitals in and getting obviously the punctuation right. And of course, you're going from left to right. Okay, so that's really, really important. Okay, um, the the biggest challenge, I suppose, for my Arabic speakers is really not just the capital letters. Okay, but also to uh, things such as word stress. Okay, so if you think about it, it's where you push sounds together um, because we're not going to pronounce every single syllable, which of course in Arabic you do. So um, I have one lovely student, she's amazing, and when she first came to work with me, she used to say she sounded like a, a machine gun, okay? That was her words, not mine. I thought she sounded great, but she was very conscientious of her pronunciation because she was breaking every single syllable that right, okay? And it was sounding very much because that is kind of the pattern for Arabic. The rules and regulations for speaking Arabic are totally dissimilar, not the same, different to English, okay? So if you try to speak English but with that same pronunciation pattern, you are going to sound unnatural, possibly hard to listen to, and we don't want any of those things interfering. If you are a banker, for example, and you're, you're handling a high, high finance transaction deal with a, a native speaker, the last thing you want to be doing is confusing somebody because it can get very messy. Not only can it sound unprofessional even though you're not, it can also mean a mix-up in actual figures and how you're describing things and the amounts you're going to transfer. That could be big trouble, right? Also, if you're a medic or a doctor, life and death situations, you have to sound exceptionally clear. You have to be sure that your patient has understood you properly and is consenting to the right treatment. If your pronunciation is bad, it is a room for serious clinical negligence and error. You could be sued. So it's really important. Lawyers, the same, right? If you're going to argue a case in court, or put something together, or put a proposal together, and writing the contracts, you've got to sound professional. So if you are an Arabic speaker, be aware of all of these issues. Look at actually, are you sure you're presenting in the right way? You might think it's fine, 
But actually, as a native speaker, I can look at it straight away as an expert working with many Arabic students now. I can quickly help guide you. So do take a 30-minute session with me, totally free of charge. Let me help guide you as well, okay? So we don't want to be pronouncing every single syllable, okay? Um, English is slightly more random than that than Arabic, okay? We put the emphasis on different words at different times to change meaning. So this can get very difficult, right? Okay. So, um, for example, um, we do stress certain things, okay? So, for example, to have a conviction, Okay, if I said I have a conviction, okay, then conviction usually comes from the word convict, who is like um, somebody who has been locked up in jail. Okay, so to say you've got a conviction means you've got a prison record, you, you're a criminal. Okay, but equally, if you say I have a conviction that you're right, listen to the stress. I have a conviction that you're right, Adele. Then. What I'm saying there is different. A conviction in that context means I have a strong belief. Okay? So think about it. The stress in the word changes totally the meaning of what I'm saying across the context. So if I said I have a conviction, it's like I've got a criminal record or something. Okay? There's something not right here. You got a conviction? Okay? Have you got a conviction? Okay? I'm asking you about that. Okay? But if I say, have you got a conviction? You know, are you are you convicted about then it means basically have you got a strong belief, okay, to be a, to have a conviction. Okay, so this is a really difficult thing that many people find annoying and frustrating at times in English is that words can mean totally different things depending on what's going on. Okay. So you've got to know about the stress, where you're placing the stress, okay, um, and also where you are using it, the context. Okay, so putting the emphasis on that is very much practicing, and it's really important that you listen to as much spoken English as you can. Um, use the radio for that. My podcast, please, please carry on subscribing to the podcast. Also, have a session with me. Come and practice it with me. You can also join a group session. I run group sessions. Come and speak with other speakers of English as a second language from all around the world. Because remember, you might be very good at listening to a native speaker like myself. But in a multinational setting, you're not going to always be dealing with native speakers. So suddenly you're like, what are they saying? So come and practice now in my sessions and you can all understand each other very well. So when you get out there into the international global markets, you won't have a problem holding you back with understanding, say, a French speaker using English or a German speaker okay, or a Chinese speaker or Indian speaker. So this is really important for you. Um, now, also, we join sounds up. Okay. Um, it's it's really interesting. Um, we don't actually notice how much we do this, but you will become aware of it the more you start to focus on it. And I certainly have as an expert coach. So it is interesting. So we might say things such as, oh, what, what are you up to later? What are you up to later? Okay. What are you up to today? Okay. Now, when we say that, we don't, we don't say... Um, what what are you going to be doing later? Okay. So think about that. I don't say what are you what are you doing later today? I say what are you up to today? So you can hear how we run things together and put words together. Okay. And that is really interesting, a difference that perhaps many people don't do in their own native language, but it does confuse people. Okay. Um, we also hear sometimes where things get jumbled up. So what are you up to later? Okay. 
And when you think about the sound, okay, the, the t sound later, okay, sort of runs through later, later, later. Okay, I run it together, not later. I don't pronounce every single word, which is different to Arabic. Okay, and um, also we sometimes hear things being transposed, so words being moved around in the wrong order. So, what are you up to later? What are you? Okay, we don't. What are you up to? Okay, so what are you later up to doesn't work. Okay, so it is what are you up to later? So sometimes they can get the wrong way round. Okay, also look at up. Okay, up is a very strange word. Again, many of my Arabic speakers will pronounce that put sound far too heavily if they're even pronouncing the put sound because in the previous podcast, as you know, it can get mixed up with a but sound but for bravo okay so we often hear up becoming up okay so then it really gets confusing like what are you up to later up up to up to right okay what are you up to later but it's very soft put sound okay and if you're not sure again how to be sure you're saying a put instead of a but put your hand in front of your face and feel you should feel a puff of air when you say put what are you up to later it should feel it okay or a piece of paper should move if you put that in front of your mouth if you're pronouncing a pot sound you're being correct if you go in a butt sound uh, you won't feel hardly anything the paper will not move that's a top tip okay so we need to shorten the putt sound being up okay so it's kind of like what are you up to later what are you up to later just here it's very soft it's not hard sounding Okay. And it all kind of merges into one thing. Okay, I'm I'm not sure what I'm up to later. Listen, I'm not sure what I'm what I'm not what I am. What I'm I'm not sure what I'm up to later. Okay, I'm not sure I'll be able to go. Okay, so you know when we think about it, we say I'm unsure if I'll be able to go. These are really important things you you need to understand. We join things together, and we run them together. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Not, I'm not, I am not sure. We don't say, I am not sure if I'll be able to go later, or I, I don't know what I'm going to be doing later. We say, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know what I'll be. So listen, I don't know what I'll be, what I'll be doing later. Okay, you can hear the difference. This is how native speakers would speak, okay, even in professional terms. Unless you're a government politician or somebody like that who is speaking highly enunciated English, like received pronunciation, which I'm going to do a podcast on at some point as well. So if you're looking to improve your accent, perhaps get a received pronunciation British accent, check that one out. Um, and I'm happy to do coaching sessions to assist you to gain that. Um, we run things together a lot. Okay. All right. And it just all runs in together. So, you know, when we think about it, to go to the restaurant, now listen to the restaurant. If I'm going to go to the restaurant, we don't really hear restaurant. We go restaurant, restaurant, restaurant. Okay, glide in one after the other. Okay, and it really is important that you look at that. Okay, because when we look at things such as the consonant clusters as well, and um, this all kind of joins together, and it's it's slightly unnatural okay um for the following combinations of consonants because arabic speakers you don't have the equivalent in the arabic language and this is why it is more challenging for you okay um also i've heard that commonly many of my arabic students and clients will try to add an extra vowel in 
All right, so we might say e-stress. I'm, I'm feeling a lot of e-stress, e-stress, instead of stress, okay? Um, this can happen also with my Italian speakers, incidentally, as well, okay? But when we look at, say, the, the place named Paris, and that should obviously begin with a capital P or Papa, all right, okay? Instead of, uh, instead of it, we, you know, you might say, for example, um, Paris, okay, Paris, okay? But sometimes we can also get that mistaken for people saying price, price. Okay, so this can get mixed up. All right. Um, also, when we think about planet, now, um, you know, that's also another one. It's just planet. Okay. But if you see two consonants together, okay, it doesn't mean you need to add that extra sound. Okay. It's really, really important. Okay, very, very important for you. Otherwise, it all gets a bit mixed up and then people can't understand clearly what you're trying to say. And when you think about it, if people can't understand you, you're distracting them. And of course, that's bad news, right? Okay, it's really, 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 really important for you. You don't distract your listener because then they forget what you're talking about. Your meetings aren't productive and you really just are not effective at all. Okay, so I'd like you to think about it in in a very sort of open-minded way here about what i've just shared with you um remember about running things together the capitalization of letters and also looking at how you sound where your stress is okay because that will change the meaning of what you're trying to say okay so from your point of view this is just the tip of the iceberg this is hardly anything there's so much more that I would love to teach all of my Arabic speakers and listeners. So if you'd like to find out more, get in touch with me. I give a 30-minute session completely free of charge. You can try it out for yourself, and then we can book further future bookings so you can get three months' worth of solid time with me to really fix some of these issues, okay? But I wish you all the very best with this. And remember this, okay? It's highly important that you focus on what you are able to achieve right now not where you still got to go. Just be proud of the level you've achieved right now. All of my Arabic speakers and indeed all my other nationals that I, I coach worldwide, you're doing an amazing job. It's very difficult and challenging to speak English, but keep going, keep pushing forward. And if there's anything you'd like me to focus on in another podcast, message me, get in touch. I want to provide the right information for the right people at the right time here. But if you don't engage, I don't know. But thank you once again to all of the lovely listeners from Dubai and Saudi and Abu Dhabi who have messaged me and contacted me on Telegram. It's a pleasure to have you all with me and uh, I hope to carry on doing more of these for you very soon. Stay safe, take care and keep going. Hello, everybody, and sorry to interrupt, but I just wanted to mention a few things that can help you, all right? So I want to help as many of you as possible. You can get a free 30-minute check of your English level, your OET, IELTS, or any other things that you're trying to achieve here with me. If you're trying to pass your interviews, maybe you're attempting to get a job overseas. You would like to know how you're sounding and what a native speaker really would say about your responses in an interview or an IELTS or OET test, for example. And check out that at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. If you're looking more for career and immigration coaching and would like to discuss your plans, then you can 
hit me up over at initial-impact.com. But both of those sites, the links take you to the same end result, which is a booking page for 30 minutes free of charge to book your session, time and date you pick on Zoom. Also, if you're doing IELTS and OET and you would like help with your written or speaking tasks too, and you don't or can't have time to book a session with me in person on a live call, which again, I can do. You can get live one-to-one coaching on Zoom anytime you like. But if it's hard for you, then take advantage of my IELTS and OET written and spoken task service, which means that you buy credits, 10 credits, 10 tasks, and you can submit your spoken audio files to me for critique and review, and then I will respond within 36 hours with a full review of your transcript and to tell you where you sounded good, where it fell down, and the corrections, okay? And for your written IELTS and OET, again, you can select all the tasks on my booking site, which the links are all uh, all available. If you just go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com, you can find all of these services there and follow the links. And what you'll be able to do is get a response from me within 36 hours with correction of your written task. And then you get a chance to do it again with the corrections I've suggested. And I will also expand and give some of the native phrases you might like to consider. So you're going to find out how to make yourself sound better, to hit the magical number um, that you need to get for a word count, to pass and get the higher grade, and also how to expand your sentences and create essays, because many students are struggling to know even how to, to create an academic layout of an essay. Um, you're going to fall down there too. When it comes to OET, it's slightly different, but the same process applies. We look at how you structure those referral letters and how you write the client and the patient notes. Okay, So it's very specific, depending on whether it's OET or IELTS. Um, I do it all. Me and my team, we are here to help you. Okay, So don't hesitate to reach out. And of course, please, 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 if you'd like to purchase any books, then you can get that from the bookstore links. Again, you'll find those all on the site. So good luck, everybody, and hope to help you soon.